0: Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and welcome to Kalbun Saleem on this really really chilly 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 Wednesday. MashaAllah. I'm Tasleema Ali and I'm going to be with you until about 4 o'clock today, inshallah. And as usual, we start with Madrasan A e with Mawlana Muhammad Ismail Taufi. MashaAllah. As-salamu alaykum, Mawlana
1: Wa alaykum as wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh
0: well, Mawlana is here in studio against bad weather Layers of coats, Maulana. Yes, 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 yes Alhamdulillah
1: It is very warmly, mashallah
0: okay. So Maulana, just for a recap for those that perhaps were not tuned in yesterday We are still doing um, Surah Taha
1: Yes, and we're busy with the story of Nabi Musa alayhi salam,
0: alayhi salam.
1: Right, so as we were saying yesterday and the day before and the day before that also, um, the story of Musa is found right through the Qur'an. So you will find that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about Nabi Musa very frequently. Um, One of the things that we also mentioned is that um, there's signs for surahs when it is Makkiya and Madaniya. Stories of Musa when he struggles with with Fir'aun. is also part of the signs where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because most of the time when you find the story of Musa struggling with Fir'aun, etc. it's to do with the Makkiyah style. You know, it it is a Makkiyah surah. Surah yes. that was revealed to Nabi Muhammad in Makkah. Mm. As if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants to You know pacify Nabi Muhammad Don't worry, you're not struggling alone like this There were people before you
0: so, Well, just like we were saying earlier on Molana, um, that we need to take these examples And reflect it on exactly where we may be in our lives Because we all face challenges We all face people like the thrones
1: Yes, out there. yes so, and and, and and this is exactly why Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala um, revealed the stories of the of the uh, previous prophets. It is so that we can relate to it. You know, when you get too philosophical and too technical with certain terms, you can you know you can lose quite easily a few of your viewers. But as soon as someone started relating a story, everyone can relate to it you yes. know and this is exactly what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does frequently in the Quran where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala relates stories so that the person you know i may not know how someone may relate to the story of Musa salam, but the person who is sitting on the other end you know he might be sitting you know subhanallah look at the struggles of the prophets yes. you know what they went through look at how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guided Musa you know and this is something also that I wanted to mention yesterday is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when Allah intends good for someone, mm. and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants something to reach that particular person, it will reach you, it doesn't matter what the whole world does. And this is what Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam mentions in the hadith. You know, if the whole world gathers against you, the whole world tries to uh, uh, bring you down, the whole world tries to you know, be an obstacle in your life, <coughs> mouth, the whole world tries to be an obstacle in your life, then Allah if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala decree that benefit will come your way, then it doesn't matter what the whole world does. And mm-hmm. likewise in the opposite direction. You know, if everyone comes together to benefit you and Allah decides to harm you, then it doesn't matter if you, you know, like, you know, even if you, in a, like Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says walau kuntum fi musayyada you know, even if you in a, a protected uh, a fortress, will still find you. You No harm will still come your way.
0: You know, Mawlana, you're speaking (coughs) so much of truth and what even stands out for me because yesterday you said about the fire and the bush. Now when we have those difficulties, Mawlana, sometimes we have to be prepared to accept Allah's Rahmah and where He comes with with that solution. And He brings that solution in different forms. When you have the most difficult struggles, Allah still there. And to recognize whether it's a message via a person or something you see or something you feel yes. there is some relief at some point
1: yes the the uh, you know like you were saying the sign of the bush or the burning bush yes. as you were saying and at like many a times Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does that in our lives yes. on a personal uh, level yes. you know we, we Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives you different signs in your life you know as if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants to guide you to what is better for you you know and sometimes you think in your way like allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says you know there's a times when a person you know uh, he wants something but the thing that he wants is bad for him mm-hmm. you know and then you know then allah subhanahu ta'ala says there's a times when a person um dislikes something but the thing that he dislikes is actually good for him mm-hmm. you know so many times allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will guide us to something you not knowing what's the benefit or the inner result Indeed. of that particular thing And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guides you to what is better for you
0: Of course, and I think we all know that We all should at some point realize that When yes. you look at that bad moment, it was so, so, so bad And you were in so much of pain Or in so much of struggle Yes. But if you reflect now, subhanallah mm-hmm. And yeah. where you are now when you, yeah. you know, alhamdulillah
1: And in, in, in many times, uh, I, just, I was telling my children the other day Um, there's a times when you may dua for for certain things in your life. life. And then later in your life, you tell yourself, Subhanallah. You know, you didn't get it, for example. But later in your life, you tell yourself, Subhanallah. If Allah should have given me that at that particular time, oh, my life would have been like this and that and that and that because look at where I am right now. So sometimes even with your... You do ask it, you ask Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala, keeps it away because Allah knows what's better for you,
0: indeed, on that note, I know many people are saying super to do <laughs> well, Mawlana we were kind of relaying. Um, our connection to, the, to, to, to uh, Surah Taha, to the yes. experiences of Nabi Musa salam. Yes. So would you like to continue?
1: Yes. Uh, one of the things that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, one of the reasons why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also sent the surah to Nabi Muhammad wasallam is kind of to ease his pain. You know, so we hope that inshallah through um, listening uh, to the story of Musa a.s. that, uh, you know, it will ease our pain. And this is something that is also uh, very uh, you know that stands out for me a lot mm. is that you know if you if you think about it when did Nabi Musa live on this earth you know the, the they say Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu came wa- 600 wa- years wa- after Nabi Isa and Nabi Isa being the, the only prophet said before Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu and then the time span between Musa alayhi salam and Nabi Isa is 1300 years around about so if you calculate, it's about almost 2,000 years. So 2,000 years um, with the 1,000, it's about 3,000 years, 500 years ago when Musa alayhi salam was on this dunya. But the story of Musa alayhi salam, is still relevant, the struggles that they go through is still relevant to our struggles. Indeed. Even though if we are living in a rocket a rocket age, or space age, or a microwave age, or whatever <laughs> age you want to call it, yeah. you know, I think we're currently in the phone age, you know, so everyone can still relate, and this has been going on for 1400 years, and people is still been extracting jewels from the Qur'an, Indeed. you know. <clears throat> So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, in his infinite wisdom, structured the story of Musa in such a way that we can still benefit even if we are floating in space in the next generation, you
0: the the Qur'an
1: will still be relevant.
0: Making the Qur'an a timeless, timeless constitution. Yes. yes. Because, I mean, if we think of countries along, I, I always consider the Holy Qur'an as a constitution. Yes. Um, And if we think about countries, they've had to rewrite the Constitution how many times to fit current uh, circumstances, to fit current uh, governments, to fit current countries. Exactly. And here we have one book that fits. Every timelessly.
1: time. Every time. You know, and this is why people uh, we I normally encourage, you know, get in contact or connected with the Quran at least, you know, with the translation because the message in there is not fourteen hundred years old and it can't, you know, affect your life. It's still valuable in your life as it is today. You know, it doesn't matter what your struggles is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is still giving you guidance through the Quran. You know, and this is how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's kalam works, his speech work.
0: And and Molin has been repetitively saying the Quran speaks to every person. Yes. And so the other day I op I I opened the Quran and it did exactly that. I spent the weekend because we I'm not on air on the weekend and I spent my time with the Quran but it, felt, it it I just had to reflect because there's so much of truth in it. And so when we have those issues in our lives
1: mm.
0: or even with ourselves. Yes. You know, you tend to go like, oh, I need to speak to someone, I need to speak to my best friend, or I need to speak to the family, or I need to speak to a doctor, or I need yes, to... Yes. This is really just the Quran that speaks on absolutely... Everything.
1: Allah Akbar. I think you could have put it better um, taslima because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is uh, I don't you know want to diminish the qualities of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by calling him a psychologist, but he's the best person that you can talk to. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's the best person to listen to. You know, when it comes to uh, the Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is speaking to you. You make dua, you speak to Allah, you will feel a weight lifted from your shoulders. You know, you have something that's bothering you and you don't know. Wallahi. I've seen it many a times. times. <coughs> one person, one alim, he was in he was in need of money. You know, right? Um he was struggling at the time, you know, so he didn't have money. So you know whether stupmaltes and all, you know, Tarawa then people normally give like a slava.
0: Yes. Yeah,
1: they give like a slavat and that. So he says that um, at this moment he gave uh, some kind of a tukmal, alright? You know, and then what happened is that he was about to leave. So normally when you leave, you know, someone put something in his in, in, in your hand. Um, you know, some people don't expect it and some people just leave it. But this Alim said that, you know, he was kind of really in need of it because he drove far. And he was thinking, you know, at least hopefully the people will cover my petrol and at least something, you know, so that I can take home. And then, uh, you know, he was standing and he's thinking to himself, yeah, I don't see this this guy that's supposed to, you know, that called me. And then he decides, you know, this is in the hands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Sometimes you get, and sometimes you don't. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows best. You know, but he's he's, he's walking, and he's thinking to himself, you know, where's this guy? Where's this guy? Where's this guy? Someone calls him and talks to him while he's standing outside, and he's still looking, where's this guy? Where's this guy? And And he says that, At that moment, it's kind of like he took his focus from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that Allah is the sustainer. Not this person. Allah Mm -hmm. subhanahu wa ta'ala is the sustainer. But at that moment, he realizes, He's he's not the one who's sustaining me. And he says, "Ahmed, you know, if you don't give me, Alhamdulillah, you know, this is in Allah's hands, but I need to leave right now. At that moment, he sees the person turning to him and calling him. Wait, (laughs) wait, wait, (laughs) wait, wait, wait. (laughs) (laughs) you know. And then he comes running and then he gives him the envelope and he was just about to leave, like Mm -hmm. genuinely leave, thinking, you know, alhamdulillah this is in Allah's hands, you know, Allah knows best, I probably have to find some other way. But then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you know, turns that person's attention at the same time that that he he was thinking you know, so this is, this is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala working in ways that we, don't, we, we do not understand at times.
0: Maulana, any specific reason that Nabi Musa alayhi salam is used so much as an example?
1: Well, it's, it's because of the struggles, like we were saying. Mm. Um, the ulama, they say that because of the struggles that Nabi Sallallahu alayhi salam went through in the Quran, uh, rather in his lifetime, with the Fir'aun of his time. You know, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam called Abu Jahal the Fir'aun of this ummah. You know, so Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam was struggling with the kuffar in Makkah. You know, it was a difficult time for, for, for the Muslims in, in Makkah. You know, so Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala specifically gave these stories to Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu because the Quran wasn't revealed, you know in complete book form, you know, Ya yeah, Muhammad, guide your people, or Ya yeah, Muhammad, comfort yourself. You know, so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would reveal, you know, as a reminder to Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam again, in some different angle of the story of Musa and then again on some other time a different angle of the story of Musa as if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala was comforting and this is part of the reason why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gradually revealed the Quran also to comfort Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that listen here, don't worry you're not alone in your struggles previous uh, prophets also went through this so, to get back to the story inshallah
0: inshallah, bismillah
1: Alright, so, like we said yesterday allah subhanahu wa ta'ala um called out to musa ataha, when musa came to the fire ataha musa. allah subhanahu wa ta'ala called out to musa and then allah subhanahu wa ta'ala introduces himself to musa and allah subhanahu wa ta'ala got the attention of musa he's looking at mesmerizing this fire and then a voice calls out "O oh, musa and then Musa is, you know, he's attentive. Who, who's calling out my name? And who's this person that knows me? We came here out of nowhere. Who's this being that's knowing me? Mm. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala introduces himself to Musa. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Inni ana rabbuk. You know, in the Arabic language, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala could have just said, Ana rabbuk, I'm your Lord. But then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for emphasis in the Qur'an, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Indeed, I, I am your Lord. You know, and then... The ulama they say Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala is emphasizing, you know, uh, the, the 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 in in Arabic grammar here to indicate to Musa, you know, that Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala is, you know, there's no doubt in this part here that I am your Lord speaking to you, you know, just in case you're wondering who's calling out to you. Indeed, me, Musa. Ikka, is your Allah. Ikka is your Ab. Ikka is your sustainer. I'm the one who looked after you, nourished you, cherished you. You know, so Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala is immediately introduced himself as the Lord of Musa and then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says remove your shoes you know so the learned people they discuss the mufassirun they discuss why did Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tell Musa to remove his shoes you know was it because of the because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala further says innaka bil wadi you know you are in a sacred valley you know so some learned people say it's because of the valley that is sacred this valley that Nabi Musa was standing on was sacred. And then others says, no. The reason why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told Musa to take off his shoes was for, uh, you know, for, for etiquette purposes. You know, to get himself into a certain frame of mind. For the things that coming. Uh, you know, what I'm going to explain to you next. You know, Musa, take note. Take note of these things you know so allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says to musa faghla' ina you know in um, they also discuss you know the the in islam with it's permissible and not permissible to 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 make salah with your shoes with your shoes in allah subhanahu wa ta'ala um, in the time of nabi muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam this is one point where nabi muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was um, he used to make Salah with his shoes on. You know? So at one point, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam was leading the Salah with his shoes on. And Sahaba behind him also standing with his shoes on. And then while Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi is in Salah, he suddenly starts removing his shoes. And the Sahaba, they're looking at this, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi is removing his shoes while he's in Salah. And then they do the similar thing. You know, so Nabi Sallallahu could obviously hear behind him some movement and, you know, noticing that, you know, the Sahaba is removing their shoes. So when the Salah was finished, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam turns to them and he says to them, you know, uh, why did you remove your shoes? You know, and they said, oh, Nabi of Allah, we saw you. Removing your shoes and look at the obedience of the Sahaba to Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Wa you know, even in removing his shoes, they also showed obedience to Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam because this could wa be wahi, yes. this could be a revelation. Then Allah subhanahu wa taala is revealing to Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam, remove your shoes. So Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam says there was no need for you to remove your shoes. You know, you could have, you know, kept it on. And the only reason I removed my shoes was because Jibril came to me. And then Jibariel informed me that there was nudges on my shoes. He me removing my shoes. That's why I removed my shoes while I was busy with the, with the salah. So Allah subhanahu <coughs> wa ta'ala Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told Musa You know, that to remove issues uh, To remove issues because of him being on the, the, the sacred valley and One reason the ulama give And another reason they say It was for etiquette purposes You know, because I want to get you into a frame of mind The things that I'm going to reveal to you next So the learned people, they also take out another uh, benefit here And they say, subhanallah when you look at the mi'raj when allah subhanahu wa ta'ala took nabi muhammad wa on mi'raj when allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Jibaril, taking nabi wa through the seven heavens right right through the seven heavens right through the sidratul muntaha not at one point you know when he reached a point when nabi had this conversation with allah subhanahu wa ta'ala even in that high place not even then did Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tell Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to remove his shoes. You know, so look at the status of Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasalam. While on this mountain, Musa speaking directly to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah tells him to remove his shoes. While Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam went, to beyond a mountain, through the seven heavens, you know, to a place where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, beyond the Sidratul Muntaha, to a place where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala chose to speak to Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa without any witnesses, no one looking and listening to Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi Only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala having this conversation, not even Zibaril is there with Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi There, not even there, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, to remove issues, shoes. You know, so look at the status of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. But yet, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is so humble to say that Musa will be, you know, look at the status of Musa on the day of Qiyamah, you know, like the hadith we were mentioning yesterday. So, inna عَلَيْكَ Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala is telling Nabi Musa, Remove your shoes. bil tuwa, You are on a sacred valley known as Tuwa. And then Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala says, أَوْ oh مُوسَىٰ We have chosen you, or rather, I have chosen you. Again, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala could have said, You know, I have chosen you. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala used, I, I have chosen you for this purpose. There is a certain purpose behind it. You know, so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling Musa, وَأَنَخْتَرْتُكَ أَوْ مُوسَىٰ We have chosen you, I have chosen you. فَاسْتَمِعْ لِمَا and listen to what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is also, this is also some indication for us. You know, many times, let me just translate what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, فَاسْتَمِعْ So listen, lima For what we are revealing, what will be revealed to you. The word Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala could have said, you know, listen, but in this word, فَاسْتَمِعْ You know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not only saying, listen, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying, Listen attentively. You know, and this is also part, a part of the adab of the Qur'an. إِذَا قُرْيَ Quran Qur'an is wahi. So Allah subhanahu ta'ala is speaking to Musa about wahi. Allah is saying, listen attentively to this wahi.
0: Well, let's listen yeah. attentively. Just for a quick recap as to where we were.
1: Right. So we were speaking when Musa was on this valley, in the sacred valley. Now Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Explained to Musa, you know, the demons remove his shoes, and you know, as the ulama was saying, this was part of the 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 in Adab when it comes to learning, you know, when when Allah Subhanahu wa Taala also sent uh, Jibril, Jibril came to Nabi Muhammad sallallahu Wasallam, you know, the famous uh, Hadith Jibril, and he said in a particular way, in attentively engaging with Nabi Muhammad sallallahu so. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is intending to reveal certain things to Musa and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala just introduced himself to Musa alayhi salam and then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says not only listen to what uh, what will be revealed to you Musa but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says listen, listen attentively to what is being revealed and this is also part of what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says somewhere else in the Quran in the الْقُرَانْ Quran, you know when the Quran is being recited listen attentively like, uh, I normally tell the afternoon Madrasa kids also that when Quran is being recited you know it is something that you 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 should be listening to to um, um, one of the, 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 the teachers in our area before we had Masjid al Sabr, you know she so used to teach us and then um, when people or the kids, you know, they normally used to uh, speak or go on while people were reciting Quran, then she used to say, You know, Yalas Yalas um Baskov, Yalad next to respect for the Qur'an. You know, Yalumun Yalamud layster, fat note. In in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala parati, listen to what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is to say. You know, she always used to remind us, you know, about the 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 importance of when you reciting Quran, even if it is the surah. You know, focus because this is kalam. Allah, this is the speech of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. You know, so Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala is doing exactly the same thing to Musa. Now that Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala has drawn Musa to this mountain, Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala has mesmerized him with this fire. Now Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala is introducing him, calling out his name, introducing himself to Musa. Allah is telling Musa, you know, all getting Musa into a certain frame of mind, and then Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala says. Listen attentively to what is being revealed to you right now. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gets very personal. Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala no in the Quran or not no we for most of the time when Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala speaks in the Quran you will always hear Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala saying we we did this we did this we created the heavens we protect you know inna nahnu nazalna dhikra wa inna lahu lahafidun." is for us to reveal this book and it is for us to protect it many a times in the Quran when Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala speaks it's always we 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 you know Type of respect You know there is the is the people would say The plural of respect And this is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's way of speaking You know Just to sidestep here Look at the, the, the way Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks In many times when we speak You know It could be All of us that did something But then I want to take credit. I, I, idea. I, say, I, you the behind me. I, I did this, I did that, I, 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 I. You know, in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, most of the time when Allah speaks, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala use we, 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 even though Allah is full, right, to say I. But here in this verse, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gets personal with Nabi Musa. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says to Musa, inni nani, an Allah, La ilaha illa ana So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says And this is very interesting You know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Is introducing himself Or Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is further indicating Or revealing now to Musa What Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants to inform Musa about So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling Musa On so many levels of emphasis You know Allah is not only saying I'm Allah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying the previous verse we said, inni ana rabbuk, inni, inni, indeed I, am your Lord. Yeah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is adding an extra nun, where it's not needed, In Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying, in, not inni, but Allah is saying, innani. You know, Allah is adding an extra nun that is not needed, as if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is further emphasizing, innani, and Allah, indeed me, I, I, I am Allah. You know, so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is emphasizing this over and over and then Allah saying, La ilaha illa there is no God except I.
0: <laughs> well, Molena, I need to say, uh, we've got an SMS that says, Molena and Taslima missed out on my way home, but Molina speaks beautiful mashallah in plat. <laughs> like a menorah <laughs> blade. Chekdan of mashallah. now we have just a few minutes before before we conclude uh today's um uh, look at the Holy Quran, mashallah.
1: Yes, yes. Um I think the this introduction that Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala is giving to Musa here is very important. Um, because uh, many times we are looking for so many high levels of nasiha and we forget the most important the most important part of nasiha and is this that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is giving to Musa right now Mm -hmm. you know so uh, the reason why I'm saying this, Taslima, is that I've noticed, um, you know, I live in an area known as Pargut and, you know, sometimes we have functions in our area where the community gets together, yes. you know. So sometimes there's a, a blurred line between um, the person and knowing what, it, what his deen is all about and what the Christian faith is preaching. And this is, this is the, the, the part where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes things clear. What's the difference, you know, what we believe in and what this is actually the salvation of a Muslim. The salvation of the you know, Muslim of Insan of mankind. This is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is revealing here to, to Nabi Musa. And this is the message that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave to every single prophet that there is no God except Allah. You know, so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying In nani, indeed me, I, I, Ana an allah i'm allah you know allah give his personal name so many a times we are la ilaha illallah there's no god except allah allah <coughs> no. sometimes people you know i'm uh, i i do not know if i mentioned this before but um i was once in uh in an area in um, buying some parts for my car and one person came to me i think it's from nigeria or congo or whatever i can't remember but a foreigner and then he says to me um you know uh, you're muslim because of my garb that i'm wearing you know he's looking at me the beard and the garb and he says are you muslim so i said yes uh, why and then he asked me is it true that you guys believe there is no God except except God. He didn't say Allah. Is it is is it true that you guys believe that there is no God except God? So I said yes, and not like the way you put it. Okay, so I started explaining what Muslims say, what what the Muslims believe in, what they say. this kalima shahada, you know, the this kalima of testification, is actually that we are saying there is no God. Except Allah. Allah is the personal name of Allah. You know? Because the word for God, if I'm saying there's no God except God, then I'm saying La ilaha illa ilaha. There's no God except the Ilah, the God. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the name Allah is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's personal name. So Allah, we take Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's personal name. You know, there's no means of dunya ni except Ismail. You know, so I'm, I'm I'm making it more personal. I'm I'm talking about all the human beings and I'm saying now the personal one is Ismail. So yeah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is using his personal name. You know, innani Allah indeed I, I am Allah. La ilaha illa ana, there is no God except me. You know, so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is getting very personal with um, Nabi Musa alayhi salam. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala instructs Nabi Musa Fa'abudini. So worship me. وَأَقِمِ salat لِذِكْرِ And establish salah for my remembrance. And this is so, subhanallah, this is so beautiful that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions this, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told Musa to establish salah for the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this is an important part because Salah is not unique to the Muslim Ummah. You know, Salah is not unique to any Muslim means? But Salah is not unique to the Muslim Ummah. Salah is, un- is, is actually every Nabi had Salah. The very first thing when Nabi Isa was born, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave him the, the, the power of speech to, to protect his mother and he defended his mother and then he said afterwards, wa bis Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ordered me with salah while he's a baby. You know in, in, in Zakaria When he was in the you Yusalli while he was making salah uh, Malaika came to him revealing to him That your wife will be having a son You know and ya Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Is telling Musa you know Musa The importance of salah Nabi Ibrahim when he made dua The importance also of salah Ya Allah I'm leaving my, my family in this valley This salah is important Ya Allah li salah, So that they can establish salah So salah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Speaks about Nabi Ismail And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he used to order his family with salah so salah was always important in every nabi's time and it should be important in every muslim's time and this is how a muslim face challenges we are facing this issue of the the weather today we are facing this issue with the weather today what would nabi do in a time like this he would run to salah you know, in case Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala's punishment would come. So this is how Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala is teaching us the importance of salah. And just to end off with this inshallah in in on the night of Mi'raj, when Nabi Muhammad went Allah for Mi'raj, Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala instructed Musa. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says that when he went for Mi'raj, he found Nabi Musa in his qabr. Making salah, subhanallah. <laughs> you know, and this is this is an indication not how uh, not how important salah only is, but how dear salah became to Nabi Musa. When Nabi Muhammad sallallahu mm-hmm. found Nabi Musa, like he says, it comes in the the, the Hadith, uh, he found Musa in his cupboard making salah. So whenever we're struggling, inshallah, that let's always turn. Would you know, the, it's a remembrance also to Allah, like Allah says, but also seeking assistance through Salah.
0: Subhanallah. <laughs> and of course, Mawlana, we know that our Salah takes us into the courts of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yes. And it's that relationship, mashallah. Well, I think you have us all teary-eyed today, alhamdulillah. Mm-hmm. And we look forward to continuing Madrasa with, with you tomorrow. Inshallah. Inshallah. And of course, we remind everyone to go to MyFreeQuran.net. Yes. Alhamdulillah. Shukran. And uh, get your free Quran delivered to your door, free, absolutely free. Well, malina I need to say shukran to you once again for joining us on Colwyn Salim and and taking our hearts into that state of Hanoi, uh, to Do drive safely, and Inshallah. we look forward to being back with you tomorrow. Inshallah. Inshallah. Okay. Slaawawakumalaykum. Wa Rahmatullah Album Celine Sound.